In a world where everyone has an opinion, we cut through the noise to bring you actionable exercise and nutrition strategies. The VitaliFitCast with Jason Bacigalupo starts now. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode one of the VitaliFitCast. I'm your host, Jason Bacigalupo, welcoming you in, and I am really excited to start this podcast adventure. It's uh, it's something we've talked about wanting to do for a while here at Vitalifit, a way to get our content out to all of you looking for health and fitness information, for exercise information, for nutrition information, a way for us to reach people that maybe don't have time to sit down and read a long article. Ultimately, what we want to do is, is bring some information to you through our philosophy, which is to educate, engage, and empower. And we want to provide information to you, resources to you, strategies to you that you can utilize to help achieve the healthiest, best version of yourself. Why a podcast? Well, again, it's quite possible that you don't have time to read a long article. It's also quite possible that it's easier for you to listen to this while you're working out, while you're driving in your car, while you're on the bus, the subway, what have you. And so it's just another way for us to bring some content to you that you can utilize Quite frankly, it's also a way for me to step outside my comfort zone a little bit. I like to write, and this is an opportunity for me to do something a little bit different, a little bit outside the norm from what I typically would do. In fact, we talked a little bit about this uh, several weeks back when we, we talked about getting outside your comfort zone within the context of your exercise program, because we tend to settle in on modes of exercise and things that we like, right? And so... We go to the gym, maybe we like to strength train. So we go to the gym and we do our three sets of 10 bicep curls and we do some bench press and a couple other things and we call it a day and and we check the box and say that we strength train. Nothing wrong with that, but we can improve our overall health and fitness and improve our resiliency, improve our ability to persevere by creating scenarios where things get a little uncomfortable. And in an article that I wrote, we talked about obstacle course races and how I utilize obstacle course races to get outside my comfort zone because I cannot stand to distance run. I absolutely hate it. Uh, So if you tell me, hey, Jason, let's go run eight miles. I am going to laugh in your face and walk away. That's more than likely what's going to happen. However, if you tell me that there is somewhere out there, a muddy, hilly course that has all sorts of things that you need to go up, down, over, around, and through. I'm going to be kind of fired up about that. And I will do some distance running to prepare myself for that. I will go through that in order to fully embrace the race, get myself where I need to be so that on race day, I can not only do the race competently, but actually enjoy it. Because like I said, running eight miles, not a lot of fun for me. It simply is not. And so coming up, I'm going to do a six-mile obstacle course race. Not a big deal from a running standpoint. It's got about 30 obstacles in it. So not a big deal from a running standpoint, but it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get wet and muddy, and we're going to climb over things, and I'm going to probably fall down a couple times. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a challenge. And I'm going to struggle a little bit with some things. But we're going through the training right now, and my goal with the training is to make it as uncomfortable as possible so that... Those of us that are going through that process get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Here's what happens when we get outside our comfort zone. We introduce some good stress. We increase our focus. 
we increase our direction. We have a purpose. We have a sense of, hey, there's a thing out there that I want and I want to go after it. Yeah, it may not be the easiest thing in the world, but you know what? I'm going to go after it. It introduces some excitement. So a lot of positive things come from that, uh, positive stressors. What's the downside? Well, there's none, really. There's really no downside aside from the fact that, hey, it may not go so well. And a lot of times for people, that can be kind of a tipping point where they're about to embark on an endeavor where there's no guarantees. There's no guarantees. They don't know what's going to happen. All they know is that this is something unlike anything I've ever done. And I've actually got to put the work in. I've got to train for this. And I can remember when I did my first obstacle course race uh, in 2013, I was concerned because I knew full well that we were going to be faced with some challenges that I'd never experienced before. And I can, I can remember we were running a corporate fitness facility and one of the guys that always frequented the facility came down and he was fired up because that previous Saturday he had done a Tough Mudder. And so he came down fired up. He was like, I just did this awesome race this weekend. It was amazing. It was 10 miles. It was all these different obstacles. It was all kinds of things. I mean, he talked to me for about this for what must have been at least a half an hour. And what was funny about it is that he was very much a strength training guy. I mean, he loved to squat and deadlift and bench press and do all those things. But he had stepped outside his comfort zone in a lot of ways. There were a lot of similarities between him and myself because I like to do all those things too. I, as I said, I don't like to distance run. I, I, I refuse to do it. So what that meant for me was, wow, there's something out there that is completely different because if you say, let's go run a half marathon, I'm not going to sign up for a half marathon. I have no interest in that, but a, you know, a tough mutter, which is, you know, 10 to 12 miles close to a half marathon distance, but that has all of these different things involved. Now we're talking about some fun. Now we're talking about something that I can kind of get behind and get fired up about, about going after and, and training for. And, and so we put the work in. I can remember vividly the very first time I had to go for one of those long distance runs when we were training for Tough Mudder. Training with a buddy of mine, and uh, he and I were kind of leading the training for the race. So we go out for a run, and, and before I had said, okay, where are we going? You know, because this is the first long run that we were going to do, five or six miles or whatever whatever it happened to be. And so we were going to leave the building. We were going to go out, go down a road, hit a trail that was a 5K loop, make the loop, and come back. Well, he's faster than me. And so he takes off, and kind of we get to the trail opening, and, and by the time we get there, he's, he's going to pull away from me a little bit. And so the trail loops around, meets up with another road on the other side, I somehow managed to get lost. So talk about, again, getting outside your comfort zone, right? He's long gone. I don't see him anywhere. And instead of making a left, I make a right. And so I turned what was supposed to be, I'd say it was probably like a six-mile run. I turned what it was supposed to be a six-mile run into like an eight-mile run, uh, which was fantastic. So yeah, right out the gate, I had to, uh, I had to figure out how to get unstick myself from an uncomfortable situation. It was bad enough that he actually made it back long before I did. Got in his car, thankfully, <laughs> which we greatly appreciated. Got in his car, came back and, and picked me up. So that was my first foray into a, a really long distance run or what I considered to be at the time a really long distance run. And and the uh, 
the difficulties that I'd encounter as a result. Now, despite that epic failure, that kind of kicked off a, a fascination for me with, with obstacle course racing where once a year for about 12 weeks, I have to get outside of my normal training routine. I have to change things up. And you know, my training, my training goes through cycles anyway. So I'm always doing something a little bit different, but at the core of my training is strength work, power work, and conditioning, high intensity conditioning work. That's at the core of my workout. Distance running does not check any of those boxes. So we had to do something a little bit different and that will, that's what was great about it. What does that mean for you when it comes to exercise? Well, for some, for some, it could be starting. It could be that, hey, you know what? Currently, I'm not doing anything right now, and I just need to start. And I'm really, I'm really nervous about starting because I don't know where this is going to lead. And that's fair. That's that's quite fair because you know, if you think about it, you know, if I ask you to do something for a half an hour one time, sure, you can do that. There's a beginning and an end. If I ask you to do it for a month. Yeah, you can probably do that too. Again, you kind of know, but I ask you to do it for a year and now it's a whole different ball game, right? So really when it comes to starting an exercise program, getting outside that initial comfort zone might be as simple as going for two 15-minute walks a day, going for one 15-minute walk a day, going for three 10-minute walks, whatever it is, but something that gets you started, something that gets the ball rolling and then you kind of let that take you where you ultimately want to go or, or will go. For others, it could be, just setting foot in the gym. I, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day, a person that they know they like to do Pilates because they're nervous and fearful of the gym. And I get that. I mean, you walk into your average well-stocked gym and you see, you know, treadmills and ellipticals and things that are relatively inoffensive and, and, and the barrier to use them is pretty low. On the other side of the gym, you see all of these different machines and weights and things like that, that they might resemble a medieval torture device. And so you walk in there and then there's all sorts of different people. There's, you know, there's, there's people that are hardcore in what they're doing. There's people taking selfies. There's, you know, there's, there's a variety of people in there, all of whom have their own agenda. So it can be pretty intimidating. So for some people, just setting foot in the gym and finding something that they feel comfortable doing might be a big step. For others, it could be a, a marathon. It could be doing some sort of extreme event. It could be an ultra marathon, you know? So the, the reality is, regardless of where you're at, there is always an opportunity to step outside your comfort zone. We can always find ways to mix up our training, do something a little bit different, challenge ourselves, give ourselves a bigger goal to shoot for. Regardless of what that is, Find those opportunities and avenues to leave your comfort zone. If you can do so, you'll feel invigorated, you'll be challenged, and you're going to build resiliency. And I think that's really important because the more resiliency we can build, the more that transfers into everyday life. If you are someone who builds a little bit of resiliency through the gym and you begin to establish a really, really good habit of regular exercise, science shows you're probably also going to establish a really good habit with respect to your nutrition and the things that you put into your body. If you're a regular exerciser and you're challenging yourself and you're, and you're, you're utilizing exercise and physical activity to, uh, to sharpen the sword, so to speak, you're probably going to be sharper at work. You're 
your ability to problem solve, your ability to find your way and navigate your way through challenges and issues that pop up at work, probably going to be enhanced by that. The reality is when we walk through the door at work, we know there's going to be problems. We know there's going to be challenges. And the better we are at equipping ourselves with a little bit of resiliency and a little bit of perseverance, the greater the likelihood that that's going to transfer over into other endeavors. And so as you leave today, as we leave the podcast today, think about that. Think about where you can challenge yourself a little bit more within the context of your exercise program, whether that's getting started, whether that's doing something you've never done before, or whether that's that's tackling a challenge that is far and above something that you've you've endeavored to try before. That's it for today. Thank you all for joining the Vitala Fitcast. We greatly appreciate you taking the time to listen, and we will be back next week with more. In the meantime, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and you can also check us out at vitalafit.com. If you've got questions, you can reach us through any of those modes, or you can drop us a line in the contact form on our webpage. We'll see you next week. Thank you very much. This has been the Vitala Fitcast with Jason Bacigalupo. For more news, information, and strategies, head over to vitalifit.com.